Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Good morning. Welcome to our Sunday Easter service. Good to see everyone out today and enjoy the wonderful news that the empty tomb brought to us almost 2,000 years ago. Uh, in your bulletins, I guess the, all the announcements and things coming up, I do want to take a moment to politic. <laughs> no. Next Sunday night, this group that's coming to sing, you've got to hear them. I, I've heard them one time, and I was sold on them. There's three men and three women, and they do things different. Well, not different, but I mean, the way they get themselves introduced and everything is sort of unusual. I, I wasn't, you know, but uh, you've got to hear them. And I encourage you to come out and support them. And I believe I talked to some of the women. They said they might even have some refreshments. And that would give us a chance to show off our new fellowship hall. But anyway, uh, I do encourage you to come next Sunday night. Uh, I'm, I'm really sold on this group. And uh, I, want you, I want you to hear them. Six o'clock. Six o'clock, yeah. Rain or shine. <laughs> but it is good to be here on this Easter morning. And... Uh, as we uh, gather to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ and his victory over grave and the death. But before we <clears throat> get started into our service, uh, we need to just turn this day and this uh, service over to God and let him take control and be in charge. Uh, who do we need to uh, lift up in our prayer request today? I, I was glad to see last week that Hubert and Helen out, and I thought they might uh, be able to make it again today, but she's not had a back set or has she? Just... Sure, okay, so certainly, I mean, you know, Easter time is a lot of family get-togethers and gatherings, so that's, you know, understandable. We still don't want to remember Hubert and Helen to say uh, continue uh, her recovery through this uh, replacement of the uh, knee and uh, Francis, how is she uh, he changing her? Okay, let's continue to remember Francis and, of course, Tobe at the uh, nursing home. Uh, Carla, any change? Any changing him about like he was? Of course, they don't look good, but he was up Friday and in the wheelchair riding around. Riding around, so happy. So we still want to remember Tobe, and uh, he's, uh, I guess he's just, uh, he's the Tobe that we all know when we go around to visit him, so, uh, but do still remember him, and all the others that are in nursing homes and hospitals. Uh, I saw Wednesday night, Brandy, and I, I was, I forgot to see how uh, Philip was doing, how's his, is he back to work and everything? Okay, so that's uh, thankful that uh, Philip got through his uh, problem with his uh, finger and uh, 
operation with his appendicitis, so uh, good news on that. Irene, how's she? Uh, okay, let's remember Irene. Uh, I know Shelton said, hey, no, see family in for Shelton. Uh, passed by yesterday, he was out weed eating, so I guess he was getting his yard ready for him. So, uh, anyone? Yes, I was going to say, I, I haven't met him, I don't think, but I, I did see uh, Lisa and, uh, over at uh, Sandy Kay's. We're glad to have you uh, with us and uh, certainly invite you back every Sunday. And, uh, glad to have you with us tonight, or today. Get my days and nights mixed up here. We had five nights of service and two egg hunts yesterday and two services today, and so it's sort of been a, a going week, so... Uh, but we are glad to have Eddie and Lisa with us. Uh, and as Sammy said, Josh and Jada, glad to have y'all back with us. And, uh, does Carla still got you still babysitting? No. Oh, you didn't give it back? Okay. <laughs> I, I knew when you came in, that was, Carla was the first one to reach for the babysitting. I didn't know if her, she's still... So, in other words, this is what just gets tossed around from person to person. So it's, uh, but we are glad to have y'all back with us. Uh, what about Ron and Elisa? They uh, they're okay. They're just uh, a little underway there, I guess. You'd say. Okay, I still remember Ron and Alita. Uh Others. Good to see Joe here. Joe, glad to have you with us and. Uh, We've been missing you, but we hadn't forgotten you, and uh, we're glad to uh, have you back with us. How's uh, the baby getting along? Doing good. Well, good. Yeah, I'm a little late last night. Okay, all right. That's so, uh, remember Eddie Gray. Huh? That's remember Eddie Gray. Eddie Gray, any update on him? Uh, okay, remember Eddie Gray, of course, you know, he was in the hospital with double pneumonia, but I believe he's out, isn't he? And, but he's still, uh, with his health problems, it's going to be hard to get over uh, completely fully recovered. So just remember, Amy. Others that we need to uh, lift up. Let's remember all the ones who are not with us. Some, as I said, Mara had to work, and I'm sure this, uh, you know, Bradley always has to work the weekend, so she, we doesn't have the opportunity to be with us like she would like to be. And, uh, Let's remember all the others who may be having to work or maybe traveling or whatever their situation would be. But especially let's remember those who aren't with us or maybe not with us but aren't in any church this morning just because uh, they don't have the desire to be there. They don't want uh, anything to do with Jesus Christ. So let's remember and let's uh, pray for them and uh, Try to reach out and touch them in any way we can. So, is there anyone else we need to, at this time, lift up? Any unspoken requests? Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Almighty God, as we gather here this morning in your house, we thank you for the wonderful and beautiful weather and days that you gave us for our week of Holy Week services and the different localities that we went to each night to just praise you and to take your word and message to the different churches and localities that 
we visited this past week. But now as we gather here in our home church, Father, we do so to again just say thank you for every blessing. Thank you for everything you've done for each one of us. And we know, Father, that you're still not done with us yet, but you still have much more in store for us. So, Father, we just thank you today as we come out and to praise you and to honor you and to give you all the glory and thanks that you are deserving of. We lift up the names today, these loved ones, members of our own individual family, members of this church family, our friends and neighbors, those that we work with, that we go to school with, whatever our association, Father, we just lift their needs up into your care today, knowing that you hear each and every prayer and that you answer according to your will, not ours, but your will and your time schedule. So, Father, again today, we just lift these names. You know the name, and you know the need that is opposite of each name. So we're just thankful, Father, that we had you to come to in times of need, and knowing that you have an ear that hears our request, and you have a heart that responds for the uh, answer that you can give. Father, again, bless this church and the activities that we have planned for the coming days ahead. Continue to bless the young as they take more and more parts of the church and do more and more of the services as they will be the future of this church. So, Father, we're just thankful for the uh, work and the effort that our young people are putting forth. And may we continue to help them and assist them but above all, may you bless them in the efforts and the endeavors that they are undertaking. Again, Father, as we go back to our Bible study this Wednesday night, we just ask that you would bless us as we gather to continue the study of your word. And then next Sunday as we gather for our Sunday school and worship service and then our singing next Sunday night that you will bless each of these events and that it will be a blessed Time to be here in your house. All these things, Father, we ask today in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And if our ushers will come forward at this time, we'll receive our morning tithes and offerings. just how much you and your son loves and cares for them. And that same love and concern is shared by this congregation. So Father, as we receive this offering in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we do so by giving thankful for everything you have done for us. Now may we help someone in need. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
dark wheel. <laughs> Not the real wheel. <laughs> Beyond the crystal sea, 
by the angels singing and the old redemption story and some sweet day I'll sing up there the song of victory oh victory in Jesus my Savior forever he sought me and bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him, and all my love is to him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing blood. Amen. Good to see Sammy back at the piano. <laughs> Today, as we said, being Easter Sunday, and we welcome you to our Sunday morning Easter service. I saw someone had written, and I forget now where I saw it or who it was that wrote it, said that. Easter is the one day whose sunrise is welcomed by the whole world. And I told them there at Pleasant Hill a while ago, uh, in a way, I might could debate that. Uh, I'm not sure that over in the Muslim world, over in the Islamic countries, that they're too happy this morning that Jesus rose from that grave. So... Without a doubt, and all of the Christian nations and all of the ones who uh, are followers of Jesus Christ, certainly this is, uh, without a doubt, the most welcomed Sunday morning of the year. Now, the other Sundays we rise, probably we rise up to doubts. Uh, maybe there may be some fears or we're not sure of the uncertainties that face us, but on Sunday morning, Easter morning, we know without a doubt we can be overjoyed by the fact that Jesus Christ was not in that tomb. Amen? That he was out. Out walking, living among the people. And that's what he told us would happen, and that's what came to fruition, came to be, just as he said now, as we go to our Easter, I guess you call it Easter story, you know, sometimes we refer to the Easter story, the Christmas story, or whatever, but the Gospels, uh, the four Gospels, each one, uh, tell the story, but they all have a little different uh, twist that they add or something that they may take away uh, so as Paul Harvey would say, you probably have to read all of the uh, different Gospels to get the complete full story. But the thing about it, no matter which Gospel you're reading, no matter what version they tell and how they tell it, it all comes down to one thing. Jesus Christ is alive. Jesus Christ is not in that tomb. He is living today. And that is the good news. And that's why 
I titled my sermon, Good News from the Graveyard. Maybe a strange title, but uh, that uh, was what led me to uh, title it was that we had good news on this Easter morning. Now, <coughs> I chose, as I said, the different Gospels tell the story, and they all tell it different. So I chose for this Easter, I don't know which one I chose last year, but it doesn't matter. This year, I chose the one in Mark, uh, the 16th chapter, the first eight verses. And again, I would ask those who are able to stand, if you would please stand for the reading of God's Word as we go to Mark 16, uh, the first eight verses. And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, and Salome, or Salome, however you want to pronounce it, had bought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came unto the sepulchre at the rising of the sun. And they said among themselves, Who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulchre? And when they looked, they saw that the stone was rolled away, for it was very great. And entering into the sepulchre, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white garment, and they were affrighted. And he said unto them, Be not affrighted. Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they laid him. But go your way and tell his disciples and Peter that he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall ye see him as he said unto you. And they went out quickly and fled from the sepulchre, for they trembled and were amazed. Neither said they anything to any man, for they were afraid. The word of God for the people of God. And may God add his blessing to the reading of his word. As I said, the Gospels each have a different way of explaining what happened on this morning. Now here in Mark, he tells that when these ladies, when they saw that Christ wasn't there, that they were frightened, they were afraid, it said they trembled. It said they went out and told no one. Now I believe in Matthew it probably tells you that uh, they ran to tell the disciples. And that Peter and the other disciple, which was loved by Jesus, and everybody thinks that or says that was John. They ran to the tomb. And Peter got the burial cloth and run back to the disciples to show that Christ was not in the tomb. So you see different versions of what happened that morning. But as I said, it doesn't matter what the end result turns out to be. That end result is that Jesus Christ did exactly what he said he would do. He arose on the third day. He is out living and he's alive today. Amen. So, and... uh, We look at the early morning situation and you wonder, where were these women going? It said they rose early in the morning. 
Well, they were going to the tomb. What were they going to do? It said they had bought spices. And they were going to anoint the body of Jesus. Apparently that was uh, a custom or something that was done back in those days. And I think maybe uh, in the past I have said that maybe this is comparable to what we would call uh, embalming today. Uh, adding the spices and the things to the body to, uh, I guess, keep the uh, odor down and the, the scent down. But anyway, that was their intention. They weren't expecting to find the good news that awaited them when they got to the tomb. They weren't expecting the good news. You know, most of the time, graveyards and cemeteries convey a sadness, a gloom, or despair. Not much good news to be found in the graveyard. Other than the fact that we know if that loved one, if they knew Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, that we will see them again. That's the good news that comes from the graveyard. That we will see them again. But anyway, these ladies that morning, they weren't prepared for what awaited them there at the tomb that Jesus had been placed in. So when they get there, and here again, the different versions from the Gospels, Mark says there was one man, one of the Gospels says there was two, one says that they were sitting outside of the tomb. But anyway, again, it doesn't matter what the uh, gospel, how he may describe it. It all, the same result was with each one of them. And they asked this ladies, who are you seeking? Why are you seeking the dead? He's not here. He is risen. You know, the gospels don't say this, but you can almost figure that these angels may have said he's not here he is risen he told you this is going to happen and you didn't believe him he told you exactly what's going to happen and it's come to pass why do you doubt why would you doubt anything he told you but anyway they went looking for the body of Christ and didn't find it you know Graveyards represent, I guess, one thing to us. And that is a reminder that we're all born to die. Hebrews 9.27 says it is appointed once to man to die. And we're all going to face that physical death unless we may be living when Christ comes back. And we're taken up without going through the physical death. But we're all born to die. And you know, we like to say that God has given us 40, uh, 80 years, plus or take a few years, and then comes death. Now, in the 15th chapter of 1 Corinthians, Paul 
pens this question. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? Well, that answer came this Easter morning there at that tomb when Christ overcame death, when he overcame the grave. That answered the question that if we know Jesus Christ, we too have that victory over death. We too have that victory and that sting that goes with the grave and death. Oh, death, poor is thy sting. No more. No more sting. Jesus Christ took that away. The moment that we asked him into our life, the moment that we gave ourselves over to him and said, Jesus, here I am. Take me and take control of my life. Lead me and guide me the way you would have me to go. The way you would have me to act. Immediately the sting of death was taken away. And the grave was no more worry to us. Because yes, we may be temporarily placed in a grave site. But as the old song says, there ain't no grave going to hold my body down because we're going to come out. We're going to come up shouting. That's all because of what happened on this Easter morning, almost 2,000 years ago today. Christ overcame, and he gives us that same victory. And all we have to do is put our faith and trust in him. And let him do the rest. And all of our answers are taken care of. We don't have any more worries. Oh, we'll have problems. I'm not telling you that giving your life to Jesus Christ that everything's going to be perfect. You're going to have difficult times. You're going to have hard times. But you're going to have someone there to go through them with you. To ease the problem. To give you an answer that is... uh, answerable to whatever the need may be. So as we come to this Easter Sunday morning and remember all of this comes about because Jesus many times said, I am the resurrection. I am the life. And John 3.16 just solidifies that statement. For God so loved the world that all who believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Everlasting life meaning eternity in heaven. If you believe in Jesus Christ, you will have everlasting life in heaven. The sad thing If you don't believe in Jesus Christ, if you haven't committed your life to Jesus Christ, you have an eternity in hell with the devil and his minions that have roamed through the earth, disrupting and tearing down everything that Christ stands for. So what does this Easter mean to us? 
One, it means forgiveness for the past. Just think for a moment. Everything that you have ever done, every sin you have ever committed, God says, I will remember them no more. Now, you may remember them. You may not blot them from your mind. But as far as God is concerned, He doesn't remember. You're, you're white, white clean. Your heart is as clean and white, white as snow, as the song says. Because God promised He would take away everything from your past. Isn't that great news today? That to know, and like I said, the ones that I've committed are many. But God said they're all, all forgotten. And I can rest assured by trusting in Him that this is a statement that He holds true and is still true today. Even though I still mess up, I still goof up, because I'm just human. That's, that fits all of us. We're going we're gonna to continue to make the mistakes. Not because we want to, but because we sometimes don't know really what we're doing, or we act suddenly and impulsively and do things that we shouldn't do, but we immediately recognize that I goof. But God is there to take you back. So this Easter means a forgiveness of our past. It also means we have a joy for the present time. Just think how wonderful it is when you get up every morning. And you know that God is walking step by step with you. Whatever, whatever may confront you during the day, you have an advocate there to work with you, to lead you by whatever, and to show you and to answer the questions and problems that may be in your mind as to just how do I react? How should I handle? Don't worry. God will... God will show you and tell you how you need to respond, how you need to react to whatever the situation may be. So it gives us a joy knowing that every day Christ is walking with us and we don't have any worries. It also gives us hope for the future. Can you imagine... If you realize that we talked a minute ago about God gives us 80 years plus or minus, well, what if that was all we had? What if, if at the end of these 80 years, that's it? There's no more. There's no future. I'll be honest with you. I probably wouldn't be here this morning. Why should it be? If I didn't have a future beyond this life, why not go out and do all the things I want to do? Live it up. 
What's going to happen to me? I'm going to die buried in the ground and no more. It's over. This Easter gives us hope for the future. Knowing that death isn't the end. Knowing that our soul is going to live eternally somewhere. Our preference is to live in the presence of God because we don't know, we can't even comprehend, we can't even imagine what God has in store for his children. Yes, we read about the streets of gold, the gates of pearl, the uh, crystal river that runs down through the center of the street. People, I think that's just a beginning. I think what God has in store for us is even greater. You know, it says no eyes have seen. So that's the hope for the future that we have. That this is where we're going to be. We're going to be not only with our families, our friends, our loved ones that have already gone on. Remember a few months ago I played this song that was titled Heaven is Not So Far Away and it said that all of heaven's going to be there and I made the comment that you know we read about Abraham, Isaac and Jacob and Moses and Paul and all of them and I made the statement well good the good news is in heaven we're going to be walking down that street Bumping elbows with them. They're going to be there. And we're going to be with them. That's what. That's what the future. Holds for us. Through this Easter morning. And so today. As we conclude our. Service. And we think back to. Christ. Hanging on that cross. Gasping for his last breath. But still, the one thing on his mind was forgiveness. Father, forgive them. Because they don't know what they're doing. And even the thief that was there with him asked for forgiveness. And the answer was. Surely today you will be with me in paradise. Because he believed on he believed in Jesus Christ. And so today, as we conclude, this table. Jesus, the night he met with his disciples, he took the bread, he broke it. And he blessed it, and he gave thanks for it. Tell them, this is my body broken for you. Then when the meal was over, it said that he took the cup. Again, taking the cup, he blessed it, and giving thanks. He said, this is my blood which was shed for you. I give it to you as a new covenant. For the forgiveness of your sins. And as often as you drink of this, just remember what I have done for you. I died for you. And so today,
just as that broken body and that shed blood was calling out forgiveness from the cross. Today, this broken body and this shed blood is calling out to you. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, He is saying today, I forgive you. I forgive you. And all we have to do is just come and accept His great, uh, His great gift of salvation. It's freely given, given to all who want to. So today we invite you to come. Come to the Lord's table. Receive the elements of this.
plates there. Every time we use the Lord, he fills them up. He's got something in one basket. Uh, it's, it's put on the Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.